Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is The Run Home feature interview. Thanks to Mick Delivery. Now I can understand the fans are furious around the gesture that I made, mate. It's just the heat of the moment kind of thing, you know. It's, it's footy, but I understand, you know, we kids are watching us, but, you know, we, we're in the heat of the moment, you know. Usually that's out of character for me, so I put my hand up first and I apologise for that. Oh, mate, it's just normal banter in the game, mate. Like, you know, um, and for me, I get a yellow card for a push and shove. Um, I guess that's just the way rugby's going, so, um, you know, I've got to be better, mate. Um, and, you know, we're trying to clean up the game. So, you know, I understand, um, you know, the, it's just no excuse for me, mate. I've got to be better. Don't worry, mate. Got off the field and my old man called me um, and kind of grabbed me off. So that's a lesson learned. S-E-N-Z. Well, we're so lucky to be joined on the show today uh, by a former English number eight. Of course, he played for the Hurricanes and Crusaders back home, uh, but he carved out an impressive career overseas as well. Thomas Waldrum. Thomas, thank you so much for joining us on the programme. We've just played uh, the big moment from the Hurricanes game, the moment that everyone is talking about. And of course, Adi Savia's apology immediately after the game. He recognised it was in the heat of the moment. Uh, It wasn't good enough. And he put his hand up and said, sorry. What did you think of the incident? and were you offended by it? I'm oh, definitely not offended by it, but it is it's the thing, it's here at the moment, and mm. as uh, Beaver will know, uh, halfbacks they definitely get underneath, underneath your skin, so you sort of, um, they are very annoying creatures, but that's just, yeah, it's one of those things, I think it's when uh, kids and stuff are watching it, and um, being real blazing. I remember having an altercation with Jimmy Cowan, instead of doing it like that, I normally, I think I just sort of nudge them on the ground, so you can get away with it a bit more, but um Yes, it's a hard, it's a hard thing because yeah, there will probably will be consequences, and it's just um, yeah, it is at the moment stuff. I was going to say, it sounds like you're speaking from experience there, so uh, good that you named and shamed uh, the man that did it to you. But he goes to the judiciary tonight, so things are getting a little bit serious. They've said it was a red card offence and it was unsportsmanlike behaviour. Do you think he actually will get banned, or was the apology was that enough? Uh, yeah, I hope not and stuff because then it's because at the hacker as well. I know sometimes it slips uh, up around the throat, but then yeah, you sort of got to take it in context. And it's yeah, it's a tough one. I hope he doesn't, mm. but it's um, yeah, it's, I, I don't know. Is it the way the game's going now, you sort of just have to just be on your best behaviour all the time. Yeah, Will's got a bit crazy, isn't it? I mean, at least Jimmy Cowan, he could actually back up his uh, rubbish chat and push and shove where some of these halfbacks that are uh, fronting up to the likes of Nadi Savi have got no place doing so, have they, Tommy? Oh, definitely not. And that's the thing, it's sort of, he, he could have done something worse as well with halfbacks, you know, when the hands around the rucks, he'd probably stand on it. I don't, I'm not condoning it, but there's <laughs> different ways of um, going around and doing it and stuff as well. Now, mate, obviously Hurricanes, a uh, big part of your life, they... Uh, I don't know. They they've got a bit of a feel about them this year. I've, mm. They seem to be building quite nicely. What, what have you made of the first couple of weeks of them? Yeah, I've uh, I've seen them train and stuff up in uh, the new institute and stuff like that. And and what they're doing was definitely impressive. And 
Um, and that's the thing, I'm sort of, it's only game two, but they're sort of finding their stride a lot earlier, and I'm just enjoying the, the backs play. And it's just seeing some of these young guys have opportunities, um, which is exciting, and you've got the older guys around them um, guiding them. And I think that's, and that's where I think they've got a good balance at the moment, and hopefully they, they sort of keep that and um, start building uh, more and more. Obviously, talking about those summer's young guys, obviously in your area of expertise, but the young superstar, but like you said, everyone's talking about, he started first game off the bench in the sixth one, uh, second one was uh, Peter Luckoy. What, what have you made of him, mate? Oh, mate, he's, he's, a, he's a specimen. He's definitely uh, built for the game, and I think he's going to have a um, big future in the game as well. I think that's the thing, him playing at seven and showing his versatility and uh, playing eight in the... Um, uh, NPC and stuff. So no, I think he's got a bright future, and, and that's the thing. It's only a second game in, and um, as I know from experience, the more you play and the more you want to be out there, and, and you just build your confidence and stuff like that. And probably having guys at Ardy um, helping him out, and um, and Joy probably in the back line as well, probably just directing him and giving that information that, that you need to, to be successful at that level. What have you made of, of the other Super Rugby teams? The Crusaders obviously uh, first up lost to the Chiefs, and then they absolutely annihilated the Highlanders over the weekend. Yeah, I was a bit tough. I did message uh, with a fellow Englishman down um, in the Highlanders <laughs> saying, uh, welcome to Super Rugby. And then, <laughs> Poor Freddie. And then, then, yeah, then to see him get absolutely spanked by the Crusaders uh, um, was, a, was a tough introduction for him. But that's the thing. Who's going to enjoy it? And I'll try to catch up him when he's in Wellington. Um, but, you know, that's the thing. You, you can't write the Crusaders off, can you? But, and I like the Chiefs as well. Um, I love the, the driving wall from the Chiefs. It's Big and big in my uh, my book, and they definitely got that in spades. And um, so, no, I think that's the thing. The New Zealand teams are looking sharp, and it's only game two as well, which is, I think is a really good thing. So you know that they've had some really good preseason, and what they're trying to do in the preseason is definitely paying off in the in the last couple, first couple of rounds. You reckon Freddie would a uh, long way removed from uh, a wet, uh, sandy, sandy fields of uh, the English Premiership at the moment, mate? You, you reckon he wouldn't mind a bit slower pace right now? <laughs> yeah, but I think I think you might need a nice uh, cider, a good cider in his hands, just to uh, feel like he's at home, just to give him some uh, yeah home comforts. I think it's very early on, uh, but of course the Rugby World Cup is this year, and everyone's going to continue to talk about positions and form. From what you've seen so far, who would be your All Blacks loose forward trio? Uh, oh, that's a, it's a tough one. That's the thing. I. I like Callum Grace, I, I really like the way he cut with his jib. I yeah. think the way he goes about doing things. Uh, it's a shame that he got injured so early on. I hope that he can come back. Mm. Um, I'd like to see him have a crack. But then you sort of you got Artie and um, and Sam, which have sort of been there. And um, yeah, and I love him. Of course, like Shannon Frizzell at six. You need, need someone that's going to go after them and put fear in them. And I remember always uh, Eddie Jones saying. Um, that you need you need guys with thirty plus experiences at the World Cup to um, to go after and win it. So I think you have to stick with some of the guys that've been there um, and know how to how to win in these in these tough important knockout games. Really, mate. What we're talking about the World Cup, obviously, and you talked about Eddie. Uh, mm-hmm. Been a bit of musical chairs in the last few months. Uh, Borfwick now in control of uh, England. Do you, do you foresee England obviously this close to a World Cup, knowing what they're strong at, knowing that they're going to have a guy in Owen Farrell who's going to kick everything as far as goals and they can bank on him, maybe resorting back to a real tournament sort of focus, a real England traditional way of uh, plan? Yeah, I think so. And I think there was a, 
indication I think a bit of an uproar. I still follow quite a bit of the English stuff because it's sort of quite close to home and that. Um, with uh, Marcus Smith, they dropped him and yep. played in the the big big two showdown like um, talking them against Exeter, and they gave them he gave them a, a good run around. But it just shows you like if I think some of these young kids need opportunities like with the Ruben Loves and stuff like that. They've got they're really exciting and you want to see them play. But I think yeah, Eddie's just gone back to what he knows and what's been successful in the past. But I don't think that is gonna is gonna work in France this year. I don't think so. I think he should have time to breed some new guys, but I think he's just going to stick with the tried and tested and the guys that yeah that have have been there and done it for him in the past. Thomas, what are you doing now? Why you said you've been up to uh, check out the Hurricanes at their training facility? What are you doing with yourself in Wellington? Uh, so I work for uh, Mitre Ten, so I'm a, a trade rep. So uh, one of my building crews are looking after the new apartments. Up oh, there. nice! So, so I get to go up there and bring the bring the builders a few coffees and and have a look over my shoulder too. And I, I don't I don't tell them what I did in the past, um, but they always wonder why me every every uh, couple of days. <laughs> well, uh, you may wish that you didn't say that because Beaver's always after building material, and this, now he this knows. Is true. <laughs> I'll get it shipped up from Wellington now. <laughs> oh no, yeah, yeah, my team will definitely look after you all around the country as well. <laughs> Champion. <laughs> Thank you so much, Thomas. Appreciate uh, getting you on the program today, um, and hopefully we can talk to you again this year.